0: Whoa, 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 what was that? What? Whoa! (laughs) Whoa! Welcome back
1: uh, to The Gap. I'm your host, Matt, a.k.a. Legion Interacts. I hope you all had a splendid December, splendid holiday season as we were on break. I'm your host. With me, I have my lovely co-host, Shane.
0: How are you doing today, Shane? Smooth segue there. I'm proud of you. No problem. (laughs) That's it. That's (laughs) it. Let's go. All right, 2020, no more bullshit, we're getting right into the action World War 3 is starting, don't worry Yeah, don't worry about it, we, we don't have much more time to cover anime, so we're gonna do it quick We, we have to do it quick, we have to cover So today on the podcast, we're covering every anime ever made Let's go Let's go, lightning round, fucking <laughs> Astro Boy <laughs> Speed Racer how are you doing today, Shay? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm all good. We You're could sure about that? We could die at any moment, but hey, at least we're yeah. living in the moment. Yeah. How was your break? Uh, good. Much, much needed. Um, I did absolutely nothing, and it was glorious. Other than, of course, uh, finally watched uh, The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, now available on Netflix. Um, yeah, yeah. I've been begging Shane to watch this for, like, months. I finally, finally did it, watch. and can I just say, can we cancel The Gap and make a new show that's just The Dark Crystal? I mean, like,
1: yeah, you I, wouldn't, I don't know.
0: You wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't complain, mind. though. You would, you would accept that. You would, like, stamp of approval, let's do it. Age of Resistance might have been, like, the best
1: thing that came out last year, like, no joke so like I don't I so I wouldn't mind that in the slightest I just waited for season two that's what I'm
0: yeah waiting for yeah I'm, that's I'm, all I need I'm on, on like a, I'm on the deep gang now waiting for yeah. season two to happen in like three it's years. gonna be like yeah it's gonna be like three to four years and I'm and I and I, 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 I want I want it now I don't want it then I want it now okay here's the uh, thing it's gonna take like three to four years for them to make season two who's to say that a? Netflix or B the world will even be around at that point. Look look look, man. Uh if it, it the industry they
1: did an industry analysis, apparently Apple might try to buy Netflix. So I don't know. So <coughs> <laughs> I think I just got My concert. reaction exactly. Uh we're gonna have a we have a wonderful show planned for y'all today. Uh we have discussions about Simulcast and future uh and uh what our plans are for the winter season. We have some news. And of course, our featured anime of the podcast, which, as you can see, is a big one. Probably one of the bigger ones we've covered on the podcast. And I'm very, very excited to finally cover this. Yeah, I, you look have at no that, idea how... Look at that
0: fucking logo. Yeah, look at that it's logo. It's angular as shit. Can you even read it? <laughs> I can, because I had to look at it. <laughs> the, and...
1: You have no idea how long I've waited to finally talk about this on the podcast
0: in depth. Oh, well, here it is. Oh, yeah, you finally oh. get your you finally get your time to shine, Matt. I finally, I finally do. Uh, um So uh
1: let's talk about some simulcast. Are you ready to talk about some simulcast stuff? I mean, there's not much to talk about with simulcast, but yeah, there's not much, obviously. But this is more just. So we can talk about what, but I'm mostly interested in what's coming out next season, which is nothing. So.
0: Nothing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. This season is pretty dead. So Shane, let's talk about how dead next season is. Shane, is there any show next season that you're interested in?
0: Okay, usually for this, like, pre-season discussion, we do, like, a top three that we're looking forward to. Stretching it a bit, (laughs) because... I, I spent the last half an hour before we started recording, like, going through the chart and making my watch list, and I'll be frank, there's not a whole lot. Like, sure, there's a lot of shows that are airing, but not a whole lot of them sound super interesting, or even good, so there's that. But if we're talking, like, a top three most looking forward to, uh, I, th- I think I can scrounge something up. Um, yeah. One of the ones I'm looking forward to the most is, uh, the, f- finally, the return of High Q season four. Ah, uh, yeah, to the top. Finally. <laughs> it's been fucking four years since season three, and everything I've seen from the new season is blowing me away so far. The, the art style change is the biggest one. It's given me DBS Broly vibes with the, yeah, the this- shift in the art style.
1: They're split into double core, so.
0: Yeah, that's what I figured, um. The only one that wasn't Double Core was Season 3, but that was only one match, so I get why it was only 10 episodes. Um, Uh But yeah, Haikyuu back. Let's go. Um, One of the bigger ones, maybe even the biggest one of the season, is uh, Magia Record for Madoka Miyachika. Yeah, this is probably the one I'm most excited for this season. Madoku Maguku, the card game, mobile game adaptation.
1: Think about how it's been seven years since we had a fucking... Anime for Madoka
0: I think been seven years. Did you know though? Because I found this out just recently, I'm not sure if you're aware that uh, Magia Wrecker is going to be double core. Oh shit, it is? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's even better. Just imagine 24 episodes of Madoka. <laughs> Dude. It's everything I'm... we could have ever dreamed
1: of. <laughs> it's literally. Uh, the sh- now the, what's, ex- I, what's really exciting about magic record is that it's not just like a cat it doesn't seem like a cash in like obviously it's a cash in because the game it's based on is really Duh. popular but like but like the original it's the it's still shaft it's the original team uh it looks like if you've seen the if you've seen the teaser it looks like madoka yep a like full through and through. <laughs> Um, and as someone who's played the games, I don't play it as much anymore, but, like, I, as someone who's played through a lot large chunk of the story, uh, the story from a Donkey of record is really good. So, no, and it's canon. Yes, so it is. it's canon. It take, te- Technically, it takes place during one of the loops, so it's not exactly, like, it's like a pre... It's like an... In- Cool theme.
0: it's like weird. It takes, it's like weird pseudo canon type thing. Yeah, it's weird pseudo canon, and, and it, it doesn't matter. More Madoka, More uh, Madoka, twenty four episodes. I think I made yeah. Matt's day by telling him that. Yeah,
1: yeah it's so great. Um, uh, oh, so oh, I'm so fucking excited. I I'm just so ah, oh, I'm just happy we have more Madoka, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. after just so, so long, like
0: that. remember that movie yeah. that was supposed to come out? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just
0: never did. Okay. On uh, moving on, my third show that I'm looking forward to is uh one that I think is gonna fly under a lot of people's radars because of course it will. Uh it's the new anime from Uasa, Keep Your Hands Off Azuken. Which mm. is it mm. This one's weird because it doesn't look like a show that Uasa would be directing. It's a weird, moe-type, cute girls-making anime show. But strangely enough, from the the PVs and the promotional art I've seen, it's giving me Place Further vibes. Which is a fantastic thing. Because I mean, honestly... Last time we got
1: Place Further vibes was Omean's, and that was and like... that was... Ooh, anyway.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's... It's giving me place further vibes It's directed by Yuasa You can't really go wrong with this And honestly, if something does go wrong I would be hella surprised Because Yuasa is super consistent Yeah, same So there you go Um, One other show that I didn't put in the top 3 That I'm also looking forward to Is ID Invaded Which is the new It's from the director of Fate Zero And I watched the PV and Ooh, boy (laughs) Ooh, Oof. yeah! It, it looks really. It good. good. It looks so good. Yeah,
1: oh. it look it, It's got. It's also got a great premise. Mm-hmm. So,
0: but what what shows are you looking forward to in the winter twenty twenty anime season, Matthew? I mean, yeah, obviously, I'm looking forward to all those. I'm
1: also looking forward to Plunder, which is a new, which is a uh, I don't know, which is a kind of like an action. It's just like this action. uh action shown in about like uh, uh people dominate basically uh that they've already pre-screened they screened at the first couple of episodes and apparently it ain't bad apparently it's pretty good so i'm interested and uh this is one that uh funimation picked up a while back like yeah. very early on i can like, confirm I wanna... it'll be same day dub so yeah so i'm very so plunderer i'm looking forward to um what I'm really looking forward to is a Dodo Head, Ah, uh, dodo hey dodo, oh, the uh, Mappa Show. Not, the Mappa the show. show, which is a, which I'm excited for this because I've heard because I've heard really fucked up things about the manga this is based on. Like I heard that this shit's fucked, and
0: I, I've seen the teaser, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? I want to watch I, this." This, Wizard Man. I was yeah, Wizard Man. I was a lot more mixed on this just because the the. the it's mostly CG and the CG don't look great, but yeah. also it's stuck in Netflix jail, so we're yeah, not going to get it sh- for a while.
1: Yeah, which is a shame, but I'm excited for it because it looks, yeah, it looks cool, and it's
0: and it's got uh, it's got a lizard man, and he and bites him. a dude's face off in the PV. I remember that much.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he do he does the bite a dude's face.
0: Uh, Kiyokushii, uh, uh, it's brains based, so you
1: can't go wrong with that uh thought the pv looked really good to me and
0: of course and then of course you got
1: pet finally airing Yes, yeah, finally
0: <laughs> finally remember when the show was supposed to come out last season and then it just didn't <laughs> <laughs> it just never remember did. that <laughs> but it finally has a release date it's january 6th so it's
1: one of the first ones of the season
0: yeah um, monday
1: well actually yeah. the day this podcast comes out the day this podcast comes out pet should be out hopefully uh, <laughs> Hopefully. Pet should be out, so I'm very excited. For th- I'm
0: very excited for that. I still have uh, no idea what it is, but it's fucking Geno Studio, and they did Golden calmly so that's yeah. all I can really hope for is that it's as good as Golden calmly Yes, as good as Golden Kamuy.
1: Outside of that, outside of that, this other stuff this season that could be good, but I'm waiting on reviews for
0: that. Well, duh! Um, we got Darwin's game, Matt. Oh, oh yeah, Darwin's game—the the King's game too. It's not, uh, but come on, <laughs> yeah, like, it's, come it lo- on. The PV looks nuts. Like, it's, it's looks, okay. It's-, it's like King's game, if instead of the king being this weird computer virus that sends text messages, it was just an app that isekai'd people into a video game world and then like also fucking king's game looked like ass but this <laughs> did you see that pv yeah it's from the studio an- nexus the animation so it looks, looks a lot- fucking nuts <laughs> yeah it's from the same people
1: who did you know comic girls comic girls uh, and grand film so it looks impressive like visually um, so imagine I, I, this is like King's game. If it like you know looked good, and because of that, probably directed good. Imagine a well directed, well, well like looking King's game.
0: Hmm, I don't know if it'll still be good, but I don't.
1: What well, it it will be it it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. A part of it is like you know what, Kingsgate would probably still be ass, but it would like now be like generic, boring ass if it was like that. To be honest, because then yeah. i will be like, man, it's not even fun. <laughs> like, it's just boring. But who knows? I'm excited for Darn's game. Sounds nuts. It sounds stupid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the only thing that I don't know if it's going to be as good as King's game is that unlike King's game, it is not classified as a seinen; it's a shonen. So- yeah, it
0: definitely looked a lot more shonen.
1: It's probably gonna, it's probably gonna be more,
0: um, it's probably gonna be a lot tamer than whatever the hell King's Game was. what the fuck? (laughs) Do we even know what King's Game was at this point?
1: A masterpiece. (laughs) All I know is
0: that it's the funnest time I've ever had watching a garbage show. (laughs) And you'll gladly watch it again. Oh, hell yeah. To be continued whenever (laughs) season two eventually happens, because you know it's going to. Wink, wink. (laughs)
1: Obviously.
0: That's going to be like my anime of the year 2023 or something. I don't know.
1: Obviously. uh, Obviously the prepping that Darwin's game is going to be like the whiz of the year. It's going to be like the stealth sequel to fucking King's game. Yeah.
0: What if it turns out that Darwin's game is just that? It's the whiz to King's game. I will love it. I will love every second of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in, oh, in, in any case. In, also, in any case,
0: th- one last thing about Darwin's game that confuses me more than anything is that it was licensed by Aniplex. And you know how Aniplex operates nowadays. They pump it out to, like, everyone. They give to Crunchyroll, Funimation, have all the big players. But Funimation is simuldubbing it. Mm-hmm. That confuses the hell out of me. Because we know how Aniplex operates. They never simuldub their stuff. They always do it themselves, and it doesn't come out until, like, six months to a year after it airs. So, that confuses me. Just an observation. I don't really have anything else to go off of with that, but it's just just weird. Yeah,
1: it is kind of weird. In any case... Uh, I think we've done pretty much talking about the winter uh, winter season. Who knows? Maybe the winter season is really good, and we just don't know. So, Maybe we're just big uh, idiots because we have a track yeah, record. Usually, we have a track record of being like this season is dead at the end of the season. This season was awesome. Season was pretty good. Uh, yeah, this season pretty good. Uh, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I think we're pretty much uh, uh, ready, and I think we're pretty much ready to continue into news. If you are,
0: it's news time, Matt.
1: It is news time. Uh, right, Do it! Uh, (laughs) right, so, Jump Festa was over the course of the the past month when we were gone. Uh, as we were gone, and we didn't get too many news, but we did did too much news, but we got enough, uh, we got enough that it was a, kind of a, uh, that it was kind of a big deal. Uh, first, let's talk about the biggest, probably the big pieces of news that came out of uh, Jump Festa, and that's stuff about Jujutsu Kaisen, um... (sighs) Uh, which Shane is very excited about. I
0: just recently caught up on the manga, and yo, that shit slaps. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, they officially announced over at JumpFest and over the course of the last month that Jujutsu Kaisen would actually officially get an anime, and they also revealed the studio that would be involved, and that's Studio TBS. Uh, the same people who do Dr. Stone, Mechalobox, you know. Fruits Basket. <laughs> fruits Basket. Good shit. Good shit. Um, Very good shit. Uh, yeah, uh, and they also revealed uh, uh, who would be playing the lead character. So let's read. Uh, Stage presentation at the Jump Festa 2020 uh, 20 event on Sunday revealed that voice actor Yuichi Nakamura would voice Satsuro Gojo in the television anime adaptation of Gege's uh, Ak- uh, Akutami's Jujujo Kaisen manga. Yeah. Uh, the official website for the manga... They revealed a teaser visual for the anime on Sunday, which looks lit as hell. If you've not seen the teaser visual, go
0: check it out. Uh, it's literally a guy about to eat a finger. It's a du- dude eating a gnarly-ass finger. Which, hey, that's uh, what the series is about, I guess.
1: Yeah. Uh, and the series is about... Uh, here's what the des- they des- how they describe the manga. For some strange reason, uh, Yuji Itadori, despite... Sane Athleticism would just have hay- rather hang out with the Occult Club. However, he soon finds out that the Occult is as real as, a, uh, real as it gets when his fellow club members are attacked. Meanwhile, the mysterious Megumi Fisugoro is tracking down a special, curse, uh, curse, special great curse object, and his search leads him to eat Without giving it too much away, this series is basically Parasite meets Blue Exorcist meets My Hero Academia meets, meets Bleach meets Bleach. It's... It's something. It's, it's nuts.
0: Fucking radical. It's radical. For
1: some, uh, to give you some perspective, the the uh, uh, the voice of Satoru. Uh, Satoru uh, his name is uh, uh, Yeah Oyushi Nakamura. He's been in. You know, he is best known as the voice of Tomoya from Clanad. Uh, mm. So he so he's been in the. In, he's also Gray from Fairy Tale, mm. uh, and he uh, he's Greed from Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. Ooh. Uh, uh he uh, uh, he's also he uh he's Reinhardt from fucking uh, ReZero. Uh remember yeah, remember him? Yeah. Yeah, remember him? Uh he uh you know, he's
0: licenseless rider from One Punch Man. Oh for fuck's uh, sake.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Fucking Moomin Rider in the house with a curse special grade curse object. Uh, it was a special great curse object, so yeah, he's been in the industry for a while. He's good.
1: of Of uh, Satoru. uh
0: dude, I Gojo think. Sensei is the best character in the manga. He's cool. He's brash. He can kick anyone's ass, and he's a fucking film nerd. He's a fucking film nerd. Literally, Yo, this- okay. It's it's so dumb, but it. it it made my day there's a point where they're like hey yuji you have to get your curse powers in check okay uh train me gojo sensei all right here watch movies literally his training is watching movies so that he can keep his emotions in check to further his spiritual powers it's fucking god i love it it's stupid imagine imagine being having a
1: powerful demon's side of you and your goal is that you need to watch like fucking the matrix or some shit and you're like you need I to watch like, die yeah. hard
0: i'm pretty <laughs> sure one of the movies he gives him the watch is die hard i'm not joking like read fucking jujutsu kaisen it's so good it's yeah so it, it, it's it, it's nuts it's absolutely insane and i'm happy it's getting an anime it's probably gonna be hopefully it's this year also one um, of the one of the students is a panda next news story matt name a panda his
1: name's literally panda speaking of more and jump stuff we find uh uh jump stuff one of the one of the and jump manga that has that has a dedicated fan base but has never really jumped out of the mainstream is a little manga by the name of world trigger Mm,
0: Uh, yeah mm -hmm.
1: world trigger there was previously there was previously an anime for World Trigger that lasted around 70, 70 80 episodes, but ended up uh, ending after that length. However, Toei announced at the Jump Festival 20 event on Saturday that Daisuke uh, Ash, uh, Ashihara's World Trigger manga is coming back. Uh, we'll be getting a new TV anime. The anime will air on the TV, uh, 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 Asahi. It is a it is not a reboot, in fact, but it is said a continuation of the anime that ended did several years back uh, here huh. is an, uh, several years back if you don't know what world trigger is about don't worry um, it, nobody knows what it's about um, <laughs> it's a it, uh, it's about it's like it's basically this sci-fi series about these cubes and they showed up huh and there's gates to different worlds and there's these people who know uh, there's these people who can use these things called triggers which uses an energy that uh, that's inside of them, and they can use it as
0: a weapon. Uh, what is this, Kado the right answer? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Also, Toei? Uh,
1: yeah, Toei is the one in, who does roll trigger. I did not know that. <laughs> so... Uh, so, uh, they, uh, World, now World Trigger has never, now, now World never really broken out of the mainstream. And that's really because its localization has always been dog crap. <laughs> um, uh, to- no, Toei decided, to- uh, Toei, World Trigger came out at the time that Toei decided that for a little bit they were going to try to localize things themselves. Um, now you
0: know why they don't
1: do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... So World Trigger got a World Trigger was it's on the original is on Crunchyroll, uh, I'm pretty sure. Um I believe. I uh, I, I
0: could sure. double check while you're you continue, I'll I'll check.
1: Yeah. Uh, go check because I'm pretty sure it's on Crunchyroll. Uh but only in sub. Uh there was years before dub got announced uh before dub happened. Um uh, because Toei was like, we're gonna get the dub out, and it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be like the first dub that we produce ourselves, and they got it to the, to the Ocean Group to do it, the Canadian group to do it. So it's like, okay, all right, we're going back to cl- classical stuff. All right, nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they and they and they put it exclusively on a U.S. Uh, premium cable channel that nobody had, uh, and Amazing. never released it on Blu-ray and never Fantastic. released it physically
0: also it is on Crunchyroll, uh, so there yeah. you
1: go and never released the dub physically <laughs> ever uh so I it aired it. once and then never again um uh, so hopefully the dub is easier to find in that time yeah uh,
0: hopefully
1: uh, hopefully but in any case for world trigger fans this is a big deal because this is a big deal uh, the 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 author of the manga constantly goes on hiatus because he's always sick. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, but hopefully, uh, that doesn't. But But hopefully, they're able to get some kind of. because uh, hopefully uh, they're able to get some kind of. hopefully they're able to get a decent chunk out. And when they and remember when Toei says new anime season. Uh, that doesn't mean, like, 12 to 24 episodes. That could be
0: upwards of, like, 50, so... It means it will run for four <laughs> years nonstop for 212 episodes. Yeah, so who knows? Um. Who knows?
1: Speaking of Jump, Promise Neverland, which we're huge fans <laughs> of, uh, uh, the official website uh, for the television anime adaptation... Kado and Prosoku Zamuzia's promised Neverland Manga Field on Saturday that the anime's second season will premiere in October 2020. The anime will air again on Fuji TV's programming block. There will be a rebroadcast of the first season in July of 2020. This is unexpected because uh, we thought this yeah. was going to come out much earlier. here. I thought uh,
0: probably spring at the earliest sounded right yeah. for this, but apparently not. Apparently not. This is
1: October 2020, which is very... But much farther than I expected, to be honest. Uh, uh, especially since Promised Neverland is wrapping up in the anime, in a manga right now. So you would think that they would get the second season out like in like, the spring. So that way they could be like, oh yeah, then 2021, final season, eh, here we go. Um, but no, it doesn't seem like that. So who knows? Uh, so who knows when... Uh, when that'll happen, and, and who knows how much this is covering? They didn't say how long it would be. They didn't say exactly, like the like how like how much they're actually going to adapt. Although I'm assuming it's going to be like the same length as the
0: first. Yeah, th- that's what I was going to say. Maybe the reason why it's airing so much later than I've, everyone anticipated is because they're actually adapting more. Maybe it's going to be yeah. a double core season. I don't think so, but it could be a possibility. I mean, who knows
1: if it... I, I mean, it's they do this a lot with Jump Anime. They'll be like, oh, yeah, first season's like 12 episodes. So, like, give it, like, kind of a, a test run. And if it's good, they'll give it, like, a full double-length second season, uh, which is what they did with My Hero. Yep. Uh, that's the Like, they, this, they've they done this before. and They have pressed them to do it here. I don't know if they're going to do that. I don't care, personally. I'm going to watch this regardless. I don't yep. care. It could be, like... An, it could be... Six episodes, for all I care. Yeah, uh, and nice. I'd watch it. Yeah, and I'd watch it. So no biggie. So, promise Neverland will be out in October twenty twenty. Uh, before we get into our last piece of news, is a kind of a double. It's a double piece of news because one, because both of them kind of connect with each other uh, in terms of it uh, kind of connect with each other, and they're both Studio Ghibli news. Uh, The first piece of Studio Ghibli News is about Hayao Miyazaki himself and his new film, which is Kimitachi wa uh, do Ikurika, also known as How Do You Live is the English name of the new film. Uh, So let's read uh, because this is is – you're about to lose your mind, Shane. Um, Oh, God. Uh, Studio Jimmy producer Toshio Suzuki reported that Hayao Miyazaki's next feature film How Do You Live was about 15% complete at the end of October after three and a half years of production. Uh, uh, because uh, just, uh, cause, uh, I just, just listen to this. Uh, Miyazaki is animating the entire film by himself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, <laughs> Mi- Miyazaki, calm down. Do you know how old you are? Cool, you're dead. Miyazaki, <laughs> Suzuki explained
1: that Miyazaki in the past were able to direct 7 to 10 minutes of animation per month, and they had scheduled for 5 minutes of animation per month about 1 hour per year on, <laughs> uh, on How Do You Live. However, Miyazaki is not directing about 1 minute of animation per month. Uh, Miyazaki emphasized to Sato that he really didn't that he that he really did want to retire after completing *Rin Rises* in 2013, but the 78-year-old director added that he just couldn't help but return back to animating. <sighs> meaning that he, meaning that this man just doesn't want to stop working. Um, yeah,
0: jokes on you, bitches! I never planned to retire. I'm doing this Suzuki. till I fucking die. Suzuki has stated in a B- uh, *Bungei sunju
1: magazine essay published in March, and Miyazaki is working on how do you live without a deadline to complete it? Suzuki said, with the production of this new film, we're experimenting with no established deadline. I'm looking forward to how it comes through in the work. Suzuki indicated that Studio Ghibli's works normally have set production schedules. In an earlier television special revealed that the film project that revealed the film project, Miyazaki presented a proposed schedule for finishing the film by 2019, but obviously that <laughs> did not happen. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Suzuki added that Miyazaki is a person who is not interested in money, yeah, because he's already rich Yeah. Um, also Suzuki believes Miyazaki is unable to, effectively unable to truly retire, because having nothing to do and living as an ordinary retiree would bother him yeah, that sounds about right Suzuki believes Miyazaki feels most at home, continuing to work on film production. Suzuki acknowledged that some have labeled Miyazaki's upcoming film as its last. However, Suzuki said, I don't believe it, as long as he lives, Miyazaki will probably continue to make films. The thing is, though, is that he's still working on this. It's been three fucking years. He's 15% done. At this rate he will be dead by the
0: time... He, he- will literally uh, die before this gets finished. Like, straight up. Like, this is not going to be... Uh, it's not, it's, it's not getting done. It's... If he's, it's not. If he's done fifteen yeah. percent of it in the last three years, he's animating it by hand himself with no outside help. Yeah, he's fucking dying making this movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, like did like it's 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 way too short.
0: Speaking
1: of, speaking of that, studio G- uh, Studio Ghibli had an announcement on New Year's, uh, which was kind of odd. Which was you know uh, kind of like finally here we go. We're we'll actually getting into the winter scenes. Uh, studio Ghibli reported in its annual New Year's message on Wednesday that it is continuing work on two new films in 2020. Not just this is the first time we've heard about a second one. The anime studio previously revealed its co-founder, Haim is directing the action-adventure fantasy film, How Do You Live? The studio has yet to reveal the details of the second film that has just been announced. Ghibli's New Year's message did not specify the second new film was a short or feature, nor did it specify if the film was traditional animation, live action, or a hybrid. Uh, as Ghibli has done, uh, has done live action, uh, features and shorts before specifically, uh, Hideki Ano's 2000, uh, live action feature, Ritual, which by the way is an excellent film. If anyone has not seen it, go check it out. Um, and Shin, uh, Sugushi's, uh, live action short, A Giant God Warrior Appears in Tokyo, which was like a live action, uh, like action short something, uh, in any, in it, so this is the first time we've heard about another second, uh, another new film from Ghibli, which means that Ghibli's back. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, I, guess,
1: I guess. I guess. And since this one is not the Miyazaki film, this one will actually get done.
0: Yeah. Um, it, it'll be out by 2021, maybe. Maybe. It's Ghibli, so who knows? Um,
1: who, who knows? Who knows? I, you look, it's, it's been. 4 years since the last Ghibli film. It was 2016 when uh when Marnie was There came out, I believe. That was the last yes. one.
0: Yes. I think When Marnie Was There was uh, earlier than that actually. That was 2014. Yeah. Um Yeah, that, that's it.
1: It was 2014. Uh so it's been it's six been 6 years. It's been 6 years since we had a Ghibli film and frankly, I am getting kind of I am getting a little anxious uh, for another one. Uh, marrying the witch's flower was a good uh was a good tide over. Uh, It really wasn't because it came out the same year. So, Uh, marrying the witch's flower was twenty seventeen. Was it? I thought it was. I thought it was earlier than that. It's the same director as when Marnie was there. So, I thought it was. I thought it was earlier than that. Yeah, no, it's twenty seventeen. Uh, it was 2017. It was because Studio was a is an amazing studio. Founded off, founded off of people who were formerly at Ghibli, but because not Ghibli wasn't working on anything, they're like, "Well, fuck you. We're going to make our own studio. Well, eat my asshole, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> pretty fucking much. Uh, so, uh, so Freddie, uh, so well, maybe this flower was a good uh. Was a good tide over. I don't think, uh, I we need we need that you know that Ghibli magic that we normally okay. get, uh, and I'm very excited. And I am very excited to see what they have in store. Uh, personally, uh, personally, personally, I will. I just want. I want to see like new blood at the studio. Personally, I want to uh, see because they they recently got a bunch of new like. Uh, They just got a bunch. They got a bunch of new animators there because all of them left in between in the hiatus. But to make this new film, they got a bunch of new ones, and so we're gonna see some new blood at Ghibli, and I think that's gonna be the most interesting thing about
0: this. I want to see Ghibli make a movie that's like high action, super robot mecha type shit, where they don't fight. In traditional ways, instead they have tap dancing competitions in giant and robots. And they're gonna call it
1: tap dancing gundam. Right,
0: tap gundam. Tap gundam. Tundum. Tun gun. gun gun. Ton gun, let's do it. That's a fucking podcast title if I've ever heard it.
1: <laughs> the ton gun.
0: Ton gun. No,
1: they fight. Okay, so they have tap dancing competitions, right? Yeah. So they have the
0: tap gun. They have the tap dancing competitions. Uh And every time they tap their shoes, they shoot a laser out of some part of their body. It's just some part of their body. <laughs> it's random every time. Specifically, their crotch. <laughs> Pelvic laser thrust. It's a pelvic laser
1: thrust. It's a metaphor.
0: Yeah. It's actually about puberty. Yeah, you you gotta shoot your shot, dude. You gotta shoot your shot. It's like Darling and the Franks, except <laughs> good. Except good, and also you don't bend a girl over in the robot to pilot it. <laughs> this is ironically a really good segue into our featured anime, isn't it, Matt? <laughs> it is. Ironically,
1: obvi- honestly, um, as you could... Uh, which means our featured anime. Let's just cut to the chase. Let's get to it. It's Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, you figured. You just. You saw. You saw the t- logo and knew immediately what it was. Yeah, I'm uh, proud of you. Yeah, our featured anime is Neon Genesis Evangelion uh, from Studio Gynex and direct. It's directed by a uh, Hide- written and directed by Hideki Anno and aired from October fourth, nineteen ninety five to March twenty seventh. 1996. six. It is the oldest anime we've covered on the podcast so far. Yes, um, think about that, um, and it's currently licensed by Netflix, um, and you can watch it on Netflix mm. if you want to.
0: But a in, lot of people don't.
1: Yeah, you uh, you watch it in both sub and dub on Netflix, uh, along with along with its movie sequels, um, which have also been licensed by Netflix. Uh, today we, are, we, are not, we will not be discussing end uh, death and rebirth or end of Ava. We'll be discussing simply the original twenty six episode series, all twenty six episodes here on the podcast. Neon Genesis Evangelion takes place in the year of tw- the far off year of twenty fifteen. Um, <laughs> whoa!
0: It's um, the future. It whoa
1: uh, where it's, it takes place fifteen years after a global cataclysm that was called the Second Impact impact. What is the second impact? Well no one's no no one knows exactly sure. Uh what is exactly sure what it is. Uh is it uh everyone thinks it's a meteor strike, uh but of course that was that was what the public was told. The actual cover up was that Humanity found something, something very dangerous, something very alien, something possibly ancient, something known as the angels. What are the angels? Well, the angels are these are, are these big kaiju creatures that just seemingly come out of nowhere and want to attack humanity for whatever reason. Uh, to defend ourselves, we have developed big robots known as the Evangelions. The Evangelions can only be piloted but it can only be piloted by specific individuals. In this case, specifically teenagers. One of these teenagers is Shinji Akari, who is moved to the city of Tokyo 3 at the request of his father in order to pilot one of these AVAs. And it's a, and, the, and the series follows Shinji, it follows Shinji as he helps defend humanity from these angels. And that's putting it lightly. Yeah, um, that's putting it lightly. That's a very
0: um, tame description.
1: I, th- I, I you, you know, there's
0: a very tame
1: description. But I think there's uh, that with Ava. I think it's you. I think we need to be tame in order to not truly go into detail on what this show actually is. Okay, I'm very interested because <laughs> Shane Bought finished the show like two weeks ago, and he is. And he has kept his opinion from me for two weeks, and has been eaten away in my soul. <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> so Shane, I can finally
0: ask you, what did you think of Neon Genesis Evangelion? <sighs> this is an this is an interesting one because this is my first time ever watching Ava for you the watched first all, time. All
1: twenty six, right?
0: I watched all twenty six. I did not skip yeah. the last two. Um, Okay, good. Yeah. First time, completely blind, other than a few key details. Uh, For the first half, I was enjoying it quite a bit. I think that it did a great job of establishing its characters, its universe, the main threat of the angels and everything that happened in between... But for that first half, those first 13, I wasn't truly seeing the masterpiece that everyone claims the show to be. Especially near the end of the first half, right after Asuka's introduced, it kind of devolves into a Monster of the Week-style format that I wasn't a huge fan of. Honestly, I was kind of getting a little bit bored around the 11-12 episode mark. Second half, though! Is a completely (laughs) different fucking story. And it goes from... Honestly, pretty tame all things considered. This weird monster of the week. Hey, let's fight angels. To the hardest descent into madness I maybe have ever seen. Like, it goes hard. (laughs) And it (laughs) does not stop. And honestly... At that point, it was like episode fifteen where shit started getting weird and it just kept escalating and escalating I was like okay i kinda i I might love this show i I might be in love here yeah it's 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 ugly it's disturbing and yet it's one of the most human stories I think I've experienced in anime definitely one of the best portrayals of Depression and anxiety I've seen in quite a while. It it does not go easy on the viewer. It does not hold back with its subject matter and its themes. It goes hard. Like, hey guys, this shit sucks. <laughs> Get it in your head. This shit blows. And, oh man. That second half really... <laughs> That second half maybe to a one eighty because honestly, like I said, first half enjoying it, it not super not anything like fantastic or anything, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is why. Now I get it. <laughs> I get it. So there you go. There's my raw, unfiltered first impressions of Ava. It's it's a fucking it's a trip, dude. Uh, it- I know you're. I know you're gonna go ham. So just go for it. Okay, so it's hard
1: for me to t- talk about Ava Lee, uh, mm-hmm. um because this show means a lot to me. Uh, I watched this show when I was like fourteen. Like that was the f- first time I watched it. Um, like, and. That's like the best age to watch something like this because just the subject matter of a- Ava uh it it it, it, it pretty much it pretty much like put into perspective a lot about what I personally was going through at the time uh cuz Ava Ava's the Ava's a interesting show because everybody everybody has a different experience with Ava even though the show doesn't uh and that's I think what's fascinating about it is that it you is that if you, everybody finds something different in the show to latch on to just via its themes and whatever I'm just gonna come on and say it I personally think Ava's probably the in terms of sheer just technical quality and just directing it might be the best anime ever made. Um, or at the very least, it's up there. Uh, there has n- never been anything like it, and I don't think there's ever going to be anything like it ever again. Uh, the only way I think th- that I can even see something like this coming out, something like this happening again, is it? You know, is if like it. Is is like an? Is, is is like. The closest, Like, the closest we've come is, like, Madoka. And even then, that's not even close to this. Uh, this this show's fucking fantastic on every single level. And if, if you haven't seen... If if you're listening and you haven't seen Ava, what are you fucking doing? Like, it already took Shane, like, God knows how long to watch this. And I'm pretty sure he's kicking himself for not watching this sooner. I'm so, so, <laughs> so, like definitely this is definitely one you need to watch and i love i fucking love this show and now let's go into more de- let's go into more detail there's a lot we can talk about with this show there's a lot there's a lot we can talk about so let's talk about our favorite episode as per usual which is a very difficult one actually the more you think about it yeah i have to sit here and think yeah it like is this,
0: it this is. is a
1: hard one
0: because honestly after like episode 15 I just kept adding each subsequent episode to the list, like, oh, this is the best. Nope, this one. Nope. The 19, 20, 22? What yeah, fucking
1: uh, um, cause I might cause I have my favorite. Um I don't know about yours, but let's let's talk about yours first. What is your favorite? <laughs> um
0: I don't let's see how well you know me. And see if this is a surprise to you at all. But my favorite episode is technically cheating. Because my favorite episode is the final two. Oh, the ending world and the beast that shot an eye at the heart of and the world. I can't separate these two. Because honestly, they feel like one hour-long episode that was just split in half. And I really thank you for... And I really thank you...
1: Uh... Doing those episodes because these episodes are
0: unjustifiably, unjustifiably shat on. Yeah, I get, I get it. Because by the end, the production was falling apart, and people were like, "What the fuck is this shit?" But if you actually watch these episodes from a critical standpoint and actually, you know, dissect what they're discussing and how they're executed, holy shit, dude. The, the, the fucking like, brilliant! Come on. Like this, I honestly feel after watching the entire series, and then getting to those last two episodes, I feel like everything was honestly building to that finale. And sure, the ending kind of sucks, <laughs> but those two episodes and everything they stand for, everything that they do, they they are hell bent on deconstructing every single character. Here are all of your faults and your weaknesses and you're gonna fucking accept that you're gonna (laughs) fucking accept that you little shit every single character hey get over it you can be better and honestly like i know those final two episodes are unjustifiably hated in the fandom but honestly, I feel like the entire narrative of the show, everything it was setting up with it, its themes and its its emotional core was just building up to that. And, yeah. like, am I wrong, Matt? You're not wrong. Like,
1: this is, like, th- not wrong. Like, I used to not like these episodes when I was a lot younger because, like, of course, I was a big dum-dum who, was, uh, uh, who didn't understand, like, that in a lot of ways that... The way the way this show ends is kind of brilliant, and can we talk about how like even though they had limited budget,
0: the way they the sh- those episodes are directed is
1: frankly genius. Mm-hmm. Like
0: it, it it does so much with so little, and that's yeah. the best sign of a great director. Yeah, the the sign I the,
1: what I, the the, the point the thing I point to is the scene from episode twenty six. Where because because in rea- like episode twenty five is pretty much about mostly about like the supporting cast but then twenty six is all about Shinji, mm-hmm. um, and the scene I go to is when they're describing to Shinji and it's just like it's like it's just they're using the element of like almost like animating the world around him as a narrative device. Where mm-hmm. like Sinji's, like in a white void and they're using the ground, yeah. like they yeah. build him a ground. Like it's actually I want like I remember, I every time like for some reason that speech is so fucking powerful even though it doesn't say much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then <laughs> episode twenty six also has that comedic high school, ju- uh, yeah, where scene, it's like oh, which is really
0: funny, where it's like oh, this is a world where. All of your problems were just fixed, and you could connect with people and you have all these friends and you're happy and it's like now it's just like a standard high school slice of life comedy, and fucking yeah. Ray actually talks and has personality she's late for school she's got the toast in her mouth boys she's a real anime girl now
1: <laughs> and it's like um,
0: yeah, and- that's not reality, fucking snap out of it, yeah and
1: there's so much stuff like the scene where like his like the, like the like the like the like the cameras are breaking and like the whole like mm-hmm. it's almost like 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 the anime it's like the anime itself is like phasing out of existence you know what but-
0: you know i'm glad you mentioned that because now that i think about it like mm-hmm. that scene is set in a sound stage and yeah. it's all the characters berating Shinji, trying to get him to break out of his shell. And then when he does, he's like, "I am a good person. I can do so much more." And then as he is becomes more accepting of himself, the the sound stage shatters around him. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh man, too- wow, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the- like I'm like doing like fucking galaxy brain film analysis in my head right now. As we're yeah, discussing and, this.
1: It seems like the show's getting more brilliant the more he thinks about it. Um, and then, you know, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, my favorite episode is not those. Uh, as much as I fucking love those. my fa- uh, I could have gone with absolutely anything. But my favorite episode is honestly the one that still impacts me most to this day and that is the beginning and the end or knocking on heaven's door episode 24 aka the karu episode
0: Ooh. Uh, this is <laughs> oh um, karu. okay real quick before you start close runner up for me was this episode and i'll get to that later but you go
1: uh all right so Episode twenty four is the is arguably the climax is the is is the end of Act Two as I call it, uh, or the end, or at the very least the end, or well the end of Act Four. Like if fucking Ava has five acts, five uh, acts, sure, yeah. but yeah, it has it's got five acts. This is the end of Act Four, uh, right before the right before the on that, the explosive finale, um, where Shinji, everyone's at their lowest, Oscar. Oscar uh, has been Oscar redu- uh, has uh tried to kill herself and she is in the co- she's in a coma. Rey has been revealed to be a clone and is losing her mind uh, Nerv and Sele- nerve and sale sale are currently at odds uh and uh, and Sinji is losing everybody he holds dear uh in and Sinji meet- but but everything changes when Sinji meets a new and uh, the new pilot for Unit 2, which is Karu Nagisa, oh. uh, who is a very mysterious figure. However, Shinji and him bond over shared experiences, shared ideas. Uh, they get kind of close. Um, That's putting it lightly. <laughs> if you catch my drift. Um, but it's soon revealed that Karu is an angel. Um, the last angel, in fact. Uh, which means that Sinji has to kill the one person he has left. Uh, and what and what And what follows is one of the most emotionally powerful things I've ever seen. Uh, this, this episode breaks me. It is tragic. It is hard to watch. It's horrific um it has the best use of ode to joy i have ever seen in anything ever not even like not even a joke like fucking the absolute greatest use of that piece of music in the history in the in the history of media it's gorgeously animated the shot work is amazing this show but i'll get into like the the use of the cinematography in the show in a second, mm-hmm. piece whole. but also like in this episode in particular, it's amazing, um, and it's got one of my favorite shots
0: in all of anime.
1: It's, a, it's the
0: shot of Unit One holding
1: Karu, Karu, yeah, because it's so it's such a simple shot, but it says so much.
0: Like, okay, um, people, I I'm gonna intervene here. People shit on the the back half of the show a lot, especially when it comes to things like this, like. The shot of Unit 1 holding Karu, the elevator scene, things like that, because they're like, oh, well, we know where the budget didn't go. Like, fuck you, okay? Just fuck off. Like, that shot of Unit 1 holding Karu says so much without doing literally anything. Like it yeah. traps the viewer in Shinji's mindset as he's de- like an internal struggle. Should I kill him? Should I not? What do I do? Like you're forced into that situation with Shinji because of the framing. Like right, yeah, there's Matt. So much.
1: There's so much going. There's so much going on. You can just see, and you can see, and like I always put this too, like. There's a constant motif that the Ava Unit One is a beast. That it's like this horrifying monstrosity. But when it's looking, when it when it's holding Karu, you almost feel bad for the thing. Like there's like this, like the you like you look you like you look at Unit One and you just can't help but think it's like this is a pitiful fucking creature. Mm-hmm. Like it and oh god, I love this episode. I just fucking love this episode. You can go ahead now and talk about it because wanted to bring it up and talk about how much you love this episode too, so.
0: Uh, Like I I said, this was a close runner-up for me, because, like, third last episode, out of nowhere, completely changes the game, turns everything on its head. Like, everything you thought you knew about Ava up until this point, yeah, no, we're throwing all that shit out. It's completely different now. Yeah. like the shot work the like you said the use of the the musical score ode to joy the introduction of karu <clears throat> i'm not going to talk about it right
1: now but did, did you not expect karu to be this late in the game because that's <laughs> literally the one- like Because that's the one thing that everyone tells me after they watch Ava is, like, I did not expect Karu to be, like, this late and this. It's, like, only (laughs) only one episode. He has, like, ten minutes of screen time max. He's barely in the show. But his impact is, like, insane.
0: Literally, once I got to the second half, I was like, I wonder where Karu is. And then we got to, like, episode 20, and I was like, where? where, where Am I... Is he not even- is he End of Ava? Is he not in the sh- no? And then episode 24, he just shows up and I was like, Oh! Okay! And he's only there for the single episode. And then he's dead. Gone. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> I have never seen a show get so much out of a single character In such a short amount of time. Like, Karu is a game changer. And he's only there for fucking 10-15 minutes. It's... Fuck... Ah! Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, Ah. Fuck. Eh, Like,
1: oh my god. Like, fucking... And that's not going into like there's so many other episodes in this show I could have gone with to be completely honest with you because there's a lot more like episode fifteen,
0: really... episode eighteen. Why is Yeah, the episode where Shinji and Oscar make the make out, make out <laughs> for fucking, no reason yeah. other than they can.
1: <laughs> Either than they can, which says a lot about Oscar as a person. But we'll get into her. In yeah, a second. yeah, we'll yeah. get for her in a second. Uh, episode sixteen, where she's stuck in that black ball thing.
0: Yeah. Um, um, episode twenty, I believe, is the episode where the uh, it's it's either nineteen or twenty, where the uh, unit one eats the angel. That that's episode nineteen. Which, by the way, that episode is fucking insane. I oh, love yeah. that
1: episode. <laughs> um, the fir- uh episode twenty-one, which shows the backstory of Nerve, and you learn so much about characters that you thought that, like, had no personality. Like, turns out Futsuki has connections to fucking Shinji's mom, and she he has a three-dimensional personality and mm-hmm. is conflicted about the whole situation. You're like, where's this coming I mean from?
0: Turns out when you watch episode 21 of Ava, it all becomes clear just how much Darling actually ripped this show off.
1: Yeah, straight up. Like, like being- that...
0: That episode put so much into perspective for me. I was like, okay, I know you guys rattled on, darling, for being an Ava ripoff. Now I get it. <laughs> now yeah, I completely no. understand. And that. now you
1: know that, like, it's like not only is it an Ava ripoff, but Ava did it like perfectly, like day so, once, so
0: much a- better. <laughs> they still have the same concept of magma, though. So, but it doesn't. But here's the thing with Ava: is that like. It, it, they don't
1: care it, yeah.
0: it, it, it's not a big thing in this version like Co- fucking- compared to darling where magma is the source of immortality yeah I, yeah, yeah what, <laughs> what the fuck
1: yeah like what okay. like, all
0: right episode
1: 20 like, this episode 22 which is the oscar episode break i almost
0: i always went with this one i uh, i thought you were gonna go with this one because like, this one uh,
1: Fucking because episode 22 is fucking disturbing as shit. Um, but it's great. Episode 23 where the with the ray tanks, yeah, the reveal uh, of tank. the ray
0: thing, and she's a fucking clone. Uh, I think, she, I think
1: that was one of the twists Shane knew going in. I think I uh, did you know? didn't, you but I had a feeling something was yeah. off. I've because I remember you, I, I, I'm i pretty sure you got that one spoiled for you. I, I didn't know. Uh. And even then, like, in the first half, there's a lot of episodes I really like. I, the pilot is so good. The first episode of this show is yeah. excellent, actually. Episode uh, 3? Uh, episode
0: 3.
1: Episode 3 is great. Episode 2 is great. Episode 9 is great. Uh, fucking episode... Fucking... Episode 8 is great. Episode 8, uh, episode yeah. Episode 6 is great.
0: God, there's so many good episodes of this show. There's so many. Honestly, uh, episode 14 is great, too, even though it's half recap. The second half of that episode fucking rules. Well, because they had they had
1: that raised poem
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh which is like that I was like the first trippy part of the show, and that that lets you know like, oh, we'll get into the good shit now, yeah, um, so let's talk about characters because <laughs> all right, for clarification, I like every character in this show. um, I like every single one, even if you're supposed to hate them, I like them uh, so so Shane. Who's your favorite character in this show? Answer this correctly, by the way. There's an answer that you. I'm staring him down right now.
0: <laughs> I know there's only one correct answer in Matt's eyes, but uh, sorry to disappoint you, buddy. I'm it's gonna not, have it's to. It's not yet. I know. I'm gonna have answer, to yeah, go yeah. outside the box. And like I said earlier, there was a reason I didn't talk about him very much because I'm gonna talk about him now. My favorite character oh. is Karu. Like, oh really? Easy. Oh, good choice fucking easy like i said earlier that i have never seen a show utilize a character so much in so little time like he is introduced he forms a relationship with shinji his true nature is revealed and he dies like 20 minutes in and out and yet his the impact that he leaves is fucking monumental like he does so much in such a short amount of time and Karu is just fascinating. Like, even now that I know what he is, I still don't have a a perfect read on the guy. Like, he shows up and he, he gives so much development to Shinji in the short time that he's there because Karu is, like, the one person that Shinji truly opens up to. Like, you can see he sort of connects with everyone else, but, like... Not fully, he doesn't fully leave himself vulnerable to everyone else, like Rei, Asuka, Misato, those people. Karu seems to be different, though. Like, he immediately connects with Karu, and he feels like he can trust Karu, like, wholeheartedly, without a doubt. I can trust this man with my life. And then it's revealed that he's an angel, and A, wasn't expecting that. And B, it turns everything completely on its head. Now, turns out that the angels are a lot more versatile than we originally thought. Because up until this point, they're just really abstract monstrosities. But now, angels can just be normal people. Like, what, what constitutes an angel from a human now? Like, how can we tell the difference? It, yeah, some, it it opens so much. Just, it it opens so many possibilities. Something that end of Ava goes into, but yeah, you know, we'll get into that. Um, but just the, just so. the philosophy behind Karu and everything that he means to both Shinji and the greater universe of Ava is just it left such an impact on me personally. Like, I think the thing that stuck with me the most is just how sudden it was. Because, like I said, I I was waiting for Karu to show up. And then all of a sudden, oh, episode 24, here he is, oh, he's dead. Like it's it's that it, it it's that suddenness and that um it, it's just how abrupt his introduction, his development, and his demise is that really stood out to me. And just he does so much in like 10 minutes. Ah anyway i could uh, I, i'm rambling at this point i could ramble on a lot more but easily karu favorite character i love you, him
1: it, yeah fucking uh how uh now you understand why many people were mad at netflix for changing some of the dialogue yep. yeah
0: i get it i get it yeah, uh, yeah. but but um, Matt, did you know that shinji is worthy of his grace oh yeah yeah he's worthy of his grace dude it means he uh. likes him a, as a friend <laughs> Yeah, just and they're, not they're just, any deeper meaning. They no, they're just they're just uh, they're just two bros, you know. Like I, I get it now because fuck Karu, gay like
1: hard gay. I, I, hard gay. Yeah. It's also left up to interpretation though, like whether or not uh, he actually has feelings for Shinji, or he's just you know because he's an angel, he has no concept of what humanity like is. Like he's completely like, devoid of emotion or like he ha- or like he's trying to act human and this is like how this is how humans act um and he's like acting on instinct like it's left up to interpretation because of that it's like there's so many
0: layers to his character too and he's only in the show for like 11 minutes, 11 minutes. <laughs> and one singular episode yeah um and it's
1: great uh, so let's talk about Oscar We know who uh, your
0: favorite is just shut up and go Yeah I love Oscar I love her uh close uh, second for me by the way if it wasn't for Karu it would have been Oscar uh, Oscar probably the
1: mo- probably out of the three Ava pilots in my opinion the most complex the most interesting and 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 the and the one with the most uh with the most fascinating psychology around them um uh let okay, let's get the more like uh like uh superficial things around out of the way first uh she's a badass mm-hmm um, she's funny. She's no, no. If, if she's funny. She has no. She's got. She, she's like one of like, yeah. She's a bitch, but like she's like the kind of bitch where like it's also like when you hear what she says, it's like you know she kind of has a point. Uh, like she's not like she's never wrong about what she says. Mm-hmm. Is this that she's a is just that she's a little
0: brash about it. Yeah, she, she goes her, about it the wrong way. Yeah. But what
1: yeah, what makes her fat what makes her good though is the fact that she has so many layers to her character. Um and that she's got so much going on under the surface. Uh she comes from an ab- like basis she comes from an abusive household. Uh she comes uh, now she now her mother uh had uh no her mother had mental illness and then killed herself and uh and tried to kill her and, and thought that the doll was her and tried to kill basically her tried to kill her albeit uh like the scene, like the scene where she walks in on her mother just hanging there is just fucking just hoof
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh something else uh she no no she's obsessed with the she's she's obsessed with the idea that she can't, she, she can't rely on people. If uh, no, no, if if she relies on someone else, that makes her weak. Uh, if she, no, no, if she opens up to someone, that makes her weak. She has to keep us shut herself off. She has to purposely, she has to be a bitch because then nobody will like her and she won't have to worry about anybody. When in reality, Asuka is someone who can't help but give a shit. Throughout the entire show, it's very clear that Oscar cares very deeply about everybody else around her, but she is scared of that. Uh, and her arc of the show is learning to deal is learning to deal with that. Does she learn to deal with that? Left ambiguous. Uh, it's left ambiguous onto whether or not she actually learns to deal with that. Uh, and Ava has a more clear answer, and Ava's more clear answer, which I won't spoil. Uh, but yeah, I Oscar's uh, the character. Oscar you know, has stood a long time as one of my favorite anime. Characters. It's not my favorite. Uh uh she, She's got mainly, mainly because she has uh, mainly because she has a lot of really. Uh, she has. She's got a lot of depth, a lot of fascinating psychology to her, and I just her, char- her character. Her character character hit me, and every time it and. Uh, and on, you know, and I could have gone with a lot of other characters, but I have to, like, Asuka's, She She's easily my favorite. I just love... I love her. She's great. So, I'll talk about Lee's favorite. i am pretty sure I know Aunt Shane's answer here. Is it uh, obvious? Yeah, it is
0: very obvious. Is it Gendo? Yes. Yeah. Fuck this fuck guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. You abusive, neglectful piece of shit. <laughs> fucking killed your wife for fucking personal gain. Actually, he didn't.
1: Well, um it's left uh it, the the show does not make this clear. Uh the but in fact, uh she's the one who she did it herself. She killed herself. Okay. Um she was the one who put herself in the Eva. Um
0: If this Kendall was darling
1: want... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she put her. She put herself in the. Ava, she put her own self in the Ava, and Gendo is desperate to get her back because Gendo didn't want that. Actually. Gendo didn't want that. So let's make fucking clones. Yeah. So so, which oddly enough, when you find out that oh, she didn't actually. She he wasn't responsible for her, for her death. It, it puts a lot more things in perspective. Actually, uh, uh, but. Uh, G- no, no. Gendo's an asshole. Yeah, uh, fuck you, Gendo. Albeit a fast a fascinating asshole. I... <laughs> a fast hole, if if you f- will. <laughs> if you will. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on with him. Uh uh he's just a, you know, he's just as uh No no he's just no he's just as like
0: complex as the- every other character in the show. Uh honestly, uh... for for me. It's kinda like the Karu situation for me, where even after everything about him is revealed, I still can't get a good read on him, the guy. Like what, I think what, you, what you're what's, missing, what's your deal? Yeah, <laughs> you're missing End of which is Okay. The, I um, have a feeling I'm, that all of the loose ends that I'm wor- wondering about are in End of Yeah. Uh
1: they are. Um where well, a lot of the true motivations are revealed, and you're like, oh, Oh, <laughs> that makes sense.
0: Oh, uh,
1: this cast is great though. So it's hard to pick mm-hmm. a favorite from them because this is. Starlight,
0: I mean, so. like, come on, Misato, fucking Misato, it. Ray, um, Ritsuko, Ray, Ritsuko, Kaji, Kaji.
1: I love didn't Kaji. deserve
0: what he got. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Poor Kaji. He didn't deserve uh, to get bap bapped. <laughs> Uh, Kensuke,
0: Toji, Pen Pen, pen the penguin. The fucking penguin. There's just a penguin, guys. I love. He's it. just <laughs> there. What does he represent? I don't know. <laughs> oh fucking! He's a penguin. Um, it's like fucking hell. Shinji. Shinji moves in, and then Pen Pen's there. It's like, huh, what? And she's like, oh yeah. yeah, meet the penguin. His name's Pen Pen. He lives he's a in the freezer. Water. penguin. He lives in the <laughs> he freezer. Li- he lives in a freezer, and he's intelligent. And he look
1: he gives Shinji the side eye. He, he does. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also. Uh. No. Al- also. Uh. This is a. Uh. This is a uh, public service announcement. Anyone who hates Shinji, fuck you.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah actually. actually
0: fuck yeah. Actually, go fuck yourself.
1: Because <laughs> Shinji's fucking great. Uh. I love Shinji. Great. You know, fucking. A fucking fan- one of my favorite anti-protagonists. Um, easy. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about. So let's talk about other stuff in the show. Let's talk about the animation of this show, which people unjustly on shit on because this show is actually really well animated. It is. Uh, uh, it it actually holds up. It's very very great to look. <laughs> amazing to look at. The action scenes in this show are fucking fantastic.
0: I mean, you what look, else do you expect from Gynax, right? Yeah.
1: What do you expect from Gynax? Especially from 1995. Yeah, like peak uh, Gynax. Like peak Gynax, 1995,
0: um, where
1: this was all hand drawn by. Uh, yeah, it was all uh, traditional so,
0: like, cell animation. Cell so. animation. And it looks stunning.
1: Like, it looks absolutely stunning. Uh, let's talk about the scale of this show, too, because this show does scale really well. Uh... The show is fucking huge. Like
0: it's, it feels big. It like feels big, but it's not actually that big. Yeah, which is interesting. Like, like it, it's, can, it, it conveys mainly one city. Like it conveys a grander scale through a much more down to earth type feel. Yeah. Like it, it feels like this big, like galaxy spanning event like all oh, the angels all extraterrestrial beings it's not really that big for the most part it's confined to like one city in Japan and that's it it's like one city a couple of characters and a lot like, of the... the the main cast is like maybe 6 people and that's yeah. basically it and everyone yeah, else just kind of comes and goes as they please yeah it's
1: it's i mean i say it's big because the way the show the show is shot is, is yeah. it made to look huge. Um, which let's talk about the cinematography in this show because I normally don't go into detail about shot work in anime because it's hard to discuss. Some, it it's easy to discuss that this stuff in live action. It, Ava it like calls attention to it. Yeah. Holy shit! Oh my, it holy. It puts it puts
0: shit a lot of focus on specific shots and frames and angles. And there's a lot of meaning behind each and every one of those that it's trying to convey, and I think it conveys it pretty damn well.
1: Uh, like every the the, the the shot work in this is gorgeous. I absolutely there's some shots I love, like the the shot from the first episode that always gets me is when Shinji's riding up the escalator with Risiko and Misato, and you just see that hand of the ape background, like about the almost like it's about to grab Shinji. Uh, like, that shot is fucking incredible. Like, it's, like, there's so much. And, like, one there's another, like, blanket of mission shot, with this great, of the three Ava pilots standing in front of their uh, respective Avas. That's, like, really quick. I think it's, like, episode 12, or, like, 11 Yeah, or I, Yeah, it. I
0: know exactly what you're talking about. I stood up at that one, and I was like, oh, that's a pretty good shot. Yeah, like, there's some really great shots here.
1: Like, and it it obviously,
0: just, obviously, there's the big ones like the unit one holding Karu, the elevator scene, um, a lot of yeah. stuff in the last two episodes too in terms of shot work. Yeah, shot work.
1: Uh the, the, sea, the, the, sea, where, uh, the sea, the sea where the uh, the uh, sea where Arya, uh, which is this, which is the uh, the the angel that is like floating above Earth for for no reason, other than it's just chilling. It's just um, chilling
0: in orbit, dude, and they gotta shoot it down <laughs> with a laser cannon. <laughs> it just shooting down. Um, the shot
1: where like it like beeps down onto Oscar is just a great shot because it's like it's so sm- you see how insignificant that everyone is compared to what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's stop with the angels for a second too, because you know what I find fascinating is that the angels don't actually do anything until humans attack them.
0: Yeah. They're just kind of chilling. They're just kind of <laughs> like, hey, guys, what's up? You want to go grab a couple brewskis? And then they're like, Angel identified. Prepare to battle. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, Pat in blue. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the angels aren't actually doing anything. There's only, like, a couple of it like, who are actively like, antagonistic. Yeah. Uh, and, in like, none of them actually they're only antagonistic and a lot, so most of them are only antagonistic because humanity's like we're gonna attack them uh and because of that they like retaliate you know like you know anyone else yeah would. justifiable um, justify like like the one that probes oscar is not trying to do anything it's just literally trying to figure out... It's literally just trying to
0: understand humanity. It's just big chilling up in the atmosphere. Yeah. It's not doing anything. It just so happens like, that it has a negative effect on our psyche in the process. Yeah, it just happens. And then there's that one angel that looks like a
1: DNA strand.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the one that... The, 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 or my favorite, the dodecahedron of death. Uh. Uh. The fucking... <laughs> Imagine living in that city and seeing, like, that fucking thing, like, the dodecahedron or whatever the octahedron or whatever the hell it is. Just floating. It's just floating, dude. <laughs> Imagine seeing that thing. I,
0: I would, would just be, be, like, I would be moving out and finding a new place. <laughs> I'll be like, I, I I am out of here. How, how many more years do I got on my lease? Three? Yeah, sorry, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, I'm out of here. I'm sorry. I. <laughs>
1: bye, bye, <laughs> and like, uh, like I love the, like the angels in this are fucking. I love the designs of them.
0: They're fucking great. Speaking of angels, hey Matt, what's the deal with Adam? Uh, do you not know? Well, I do, but I'm you know f- pushing discussion further. <laughs> uh, Adam, Adam is the
1: first angel, um, and uh adam is the adam is the uh a you know is the uh angel that gendo eats and is now part of him um uh that's why he had the fucked up hand in episode 24 because yep. he uh absorbed adam uh adam uh, uh and, and then there's also lilith which is the one on the which is you know the famous one on the cross yeah um that we would like to believe is Adam, but actually isn't an Adam. It's yes. actually Lilith,
0: um, the one that had the spear of Longinus in it.
1: Yeah, uh, the spear of Longinus. I don't think fuck they pronounced it. Dub. Yeah.
0: In the older one, it was
1: pronounced Longinus. Um, no. Yeah, they called it the 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 lance of Longinus instead of this the spear of Longinus. Um, that's how it's actually. That's how it's actually pronounced. I get it. It's a fucking weird word. So like. Uh, fucking, and fucking. Is there anything in particular you want to talk about outside of that, or is there anything?
0: Honestly, I think we, uh, I think everything we've already discussed is pretty much what I wanted to get out. Like a lot of the stuff with the direction and the framing and stuff like that. I think I think we covered pretty well.
1: Yeah, the the op is great. San
0: Uh -uh. (laughs) Goku that that, no netflix i will not skip no i will not uh fun fact did not skip Uh, once yeah because the intro
1: is excellent uh so much said in like 30 90 seconds by the way there's so much going on
0: um like it's uh, it's one of the fastest cut ops i've seen but lo and behold i understand completely what you were saying now just how much that OP actually symbolizes the themes of the show.
1: Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty great. And, you know, fucking,
0: fucking... I want to bring up something, because you mentioned
1: that, like, you were getting bored, like, halfway through. I actually want to talk about the first half for a second, because we focused so much on the second. I want to talk about that first half, yeah. because I actually really love that first half just as much. Because, can we talk about how the show has the balls to go out and have barely any angel fights for, like, the first, like quarter of the show.
0: Yeah, for like the first 6ish episodes, there's maybe yeah. like two or three angel fights.
1: Yeah, it's mostly character development and like character interaction, which by the way, the character interactions in the show are really good, like mm-hmm. really really good. And it's not like they don't they feel like actual characters. They feel like actual people interacting with each other and like the show is, like, not – the show is not afraid to, like, have more realistic interactions, whether they be more serious or, like, more funny. Because this show can actually – because this show also is, like – in the first half, it's also really funny.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was – like, going. if you go back and rewatch Ava, you'll be so shocked at how funny the first half is and how much humor it actually does have, Uh, particu- you know, particularly when Asuka shows up. Just like fucking Shinji's and Asuka's constant bickering is always funny. Yeah, Be- because it doesn't—it's not annoying bickering. It's like bickering that's like genuinely funny because fucking because Shinji's a little shit.
0: Shinji is a little shit. Like he—he <laughs> he is so he is so wishy-washy in He's the first done. half. He's like so done. It's like fuck. What do I do? Do I stay? Do I go? I'm done with this. No, I'm not. Like fucking make up your mind, buddy. Fucking, I love. Fuck it. I love. Fucking, he's, a- he's also a little shit because he's just tired of everyone else's he's shit. A- like, this is where I think that I I've heard some stuff of the original ADV dub with Spike Spencer, and they really capture that just angry pissed off demeanor really well he's just he's so fed up with everything <laughs> and in in, and in the netflix dub it's portrayed more as like a start annoyance than anything like he's not super pissed off at the world he's just like okay i guess
1: yeah which is
0: because he's depressed uh because he's very sad i'm also depressed uh,
1: yeah, fair. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, uh. It's also like, how do you like, like it, like, but like, yeah, like the like ADV. Which, by the way, uh, Shane watched the Netflix dub. By the I way, I watched
0: the Netflix dub because that's what's legally ADV. available.
1: Uh, yeah, I watched the original ADV dub. Uh, when I when I watch when I I've seen Ava multiple times, and every time I've seen the, I've not seen the Netflix dub in its entirety yet. I've listened to it a bit um specifically specific episodes just to see if they did it it's good uh, uh, uh calm your shits it's good mm-hmm. um it's good uh uh although i by heart will always be with the adv dub uh personally
0: yeah that uh, makes sense I, I i understand yeah. uh
1: because i i just love that cast and i love the way they just portray those characters uh just like this sh- like but but yeah i think i think we covered pretty much everything we want to cover i think
0: Unless I'm missing something, criticisms? Eh? All right, I get it, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I'm, I'm actually trying to think. Like my only criticism is that like I said in the beginning, uh the first half compared to the second not as good in my opinion. Um there was that that period between like episode like, 9 to 13, where they get into the, the... It goes from not having many angel fights at all to they're literally turning into a monster of the week. And they fight a new angel every episode. But it doesn't have the level of emotional impact or development of the thematic stuff that the second half's angel fights do. That's just my opinion, don't crucify me.
1: Trust me, the, the, trust me, you got the Magma Diver episode there, which is like the <laughs> weakest episode of the
0: show by a landslide. Yeah. So, <laughs> But let, let's dive several thousand feet into, into magma. a magma pit
1: <laughs> and grab this angel egg in a that box, anyways. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're like, yeah, we're going to get it and we're going to study it before it hatches. And then it hatches anyways. Mm-hmm. It's like wow, so way I, to waste twenty two minutes of my time. Yeah, twenty
1: two minutes. Although you do get the thermal expansion joke, which that is, it, I think that is, is true. Which is a which is also a genuinely funny scene. Um, uh, fucking. Uh, also, Ava has more fan service than you expected. Expected. Yeah. Uh, too. That's something that ever that I think people should know. Uh, the show has a lot
0: more fan service and sex than you expect it to have. Uh, well, it's it's one of uh, the driving themes for. A, a lot of its characters, specifically Asuka. like she is very um, sexually driven to a certain extent yeah. because she wants to be mature. She wants to be and... mature. She wants to be adult. The only way that she can is if she shows off her titties to Mister Kaji. Get it? Look at me. It, I'm growing.
1: <laughs> she get it? She's growing up because you know that's how women are portrayed and are believed to. That's how you be mature as a woman, right? Right. Yeah, right?
0: Like, yeah, exactly. Fuck it We at the Fuck Gap it. podcast do not condone misogyny. We do not condone misogyny. And neither does this show. Uh yeah, because uh, it, it because fucking Kaji is just like, yeah, whatever kid. T- call me like, when you're like twenty <laughs> Into fucking I love fucking I like
1: it, Kaji's like, uh <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> no also that's sh- oh, the last scene where like Kaji like makes fun of like it's fucking coming on to Shinji is really funny
0: yeah and also um Kaji Misato they fuck they, like no they I actually they fuck, fuck. <laughs> like I can't I think it's episode 15 20. or s- is it 20 it's right before he dies dude I thought it was way earlier than that. No, oh. it's like the end of... No, it's the end of episode 20, because that was the... Because... And, and you don't see it, you just hear No, it's it. all off-screen, and all you hear is the, the, the pleasurable moans in the background. Yeah. And like, oh! And oh, they're fucking! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh... And then they oh, almost then this... fuck in the elevator in that one episode. Oh yeah. Oh, we well no.
1: Yeah. I love Sh- Kaji and Misato's dynamic. It's the classic will they, won't they
0: dynamic. Yeah, it's like obviously there's a lot of history between the two. It didn't exactly end the best, but they still clearly have feelings towards one another. Will they fuck? I well they do, but <laughs> they <laughs> up do. until well, a certain point, you're like will they, won't they? I don't my know. My favorite thing is like when S- Kaji's first
1: around. Misato's just mad all the time She's like oh fuck this she guy looks at Ka- She looks at Kaji And is just like Ew uh, <laughs> This <laughs> guy again And then you find out Why he, you, Misato broke it off With him and you're like Misato You dumb dumb
0: yeah, hmm. It's like oh I, Misato- I, I, I Broke it off with Kaji Because all he reminded me Of was my abusive father That I hate but I kind of want that connection because I secretly loved my father. So it's it's weird. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. get into it. It's fucking weird. It, it's it, it's weird,
1: it's weird, but also accurate because that's how a lot of people portray, feel about their abusive parents. And like, ah, it's like this. It's like psychological. It's, it's
0: it's accurate to how the the scene usually goes. Yeah, th- there's this weird dichotomy between hating the person that was abusive to you, but also loving what they represented as a parent, and it's yeah. like that doesn't that doesn't mesh well.
1: Yeah, it fucking, literally every character in this show deals with an abusive parent. By the way, that seems yep. to be a it's a generalized theme of the show. Uh, oh, we, we we didn't even talk about the stuff that happened to Toji. <laughs> Fuck, uh, fucking Toji, am I right? Oh, poor Toji. Voiced by Johnny uh, Young Bosch in the Netflix dub, by the way. Yeah, yeah. She does a great job. Um, And, uh, like, like poor hit. Fucking, that scene where Shinji has to watch fucking Toji get fucked. hmm Is, yeah. like, st- disturbing as hell.
0: Also, I'm gonna say this right now. Uh, hardest read I've ever had in anime was calling Toji as the, as the new Ava pilot. Because, okay. Yeah. There was a point where they were like oh have you heard have you heard about the the fourth child uh Ava unit 3 from the u.s is coming and then it's like oh i haven't heard much about that what's going on with that and they're like oh they're they got a new pilot for the new Ava unit so exciting and then they're like oh uh, has anyone seen has anyone seen kansuke anywhere and they're like oh he's not here today i was like <gasps> <laughs> that's how they it's a bait and switch Cause they they perfectly set it up where Kansuke is going to be the new pilot, but it's not. It's actually Toji. They
1: then they represent it visually too. Because when they because when Misato's talk about the next pilot, it cut to Toji playing his basketball game, and he's missing yeah. every single shot. And it says so much. It says so much more than just that. It says so much more than just uh fucking just if they set, come out and set it.
0: Yeah, and they, like, they build up to it through, like, multiple episodes. They never flat-out say it until they are pulling him out of the wreckage.
1: Yeah, which, by the way, in the manga, which is done, in the manga version, which is done by the character designer of Ava, uh, so it's, like, a pseudo, it's, like, a alternate retelling, like, it's the same events but different. Uh, Toji actually dies...
0: I honestly was expecting him to die. I'm glad he did. I think in the original cut in the original drafts he
1: died, but I think they changed it
0: whatever. He might might as well have died because after he gets destroyed by the angel. Oh no, wait, it was it was it was unit one. My bad. After he gets destroyed, he basically out of the show. So he might as well have died. Yeah, he was gonna get killed off, but I don't for whatever
1: reason they changed it. I uh, whatever. And, and this, the, I, we can also talk about like the, like that like that scene's bloody as hell.
0: Oh yeah, like, mm-hmm. it's like
1: the show gets brutal. And oh yeah, it does. It gets
0: violent. It gets
1: disgusting, disturbing, uh, uh fucking, uh, and there's there's so like there's some like the. Like the first, like the scene you like the first scene you know that's going to get fucked is in episode sixteen. where he's just punching out of the angel and the blood starts pouring out, and you're like, "Oh, yep. okay, yeah, here we go. Oh, this it, is, it. this it, is It's part. this
0: kind of show now." Yeah, um, and just
1: the the, the rain of blood, um, like this is fucking so much, like. Like that—that that shot, by the way, of the of Ava, of Unit One standing in the rain of blood is just such a good shot.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: uh, or him or it, anything with Unit One is just usually a good shot. Like him walking away from the uh, explosion.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I remember it, that one. It's just such
1: a good shot. Or when you see his eye for the first time. Yeah, and the sound just cuts out, and you
0: just the screams.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I fucking.
0: Or when, when you know one's eating the angel and then it's like a wide shot of him standing over the corpse of the angel as he just like. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what which he sounds by, like. I voiced which that by, part. Uh, which,
1: by the way, um, in each version of Ava, uh, the uh, uh, the, I, I, the unit one's berserk mode is voiced by a different uh, person. It's actually like a voice actor. Mm-hmm. um in the um in the Japanese version it's voiced by the uh voice uh is voiced by Megumi Hashibara which is Rey's voice actress which makes sense when you hit learn about the connection between the Avas and his and Shinji's mother mm-hmm. uh which lets you know quite a bit about what the Avas actually are uh uh fucking and but in the Dubs, I believe, I'm, I believe they are voiced by, uh, uh, da, da, da. uh the, vo- uh, voice, uh, because I'm trying to find shit. I, I'm just, I, I'm trying to, uh, trying to figure this out. Uh, da, 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 da. uh the voice, uh, in the, in the, the voice, at least in the, uh, ADV and the, net, and the, uh, and the rebuild version and the rebuilds uh they're voiced by the people who the adr directors um uh so like mike mcfarland is the voice of fucking the ava unit one in fucking in um in rebuild so just
0: imagine mike mcfarland like screaming that's fucking. just just cut that clip out and redub it with a clip of Buggy just screaming at the top of his lungs, <laughs> <laughs> the Buggy <laughs> Ball.
1: <laughs> oh God! Ah! <laughs> uh, ah! Uh. Uh, although from what I understand, I think the new, I think the uh, Netflix dub used the, for the Avas. I think. Um, I I, I cannot be, I cannot confirm this stuff. Um. Uh, that being said, I think I think we are we actually done. I've said this like three times. I don't.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I just like. Know. I feel like there's a lot more that we could talk about. We could talk. We could talk about the Christian, the Christian shit
1: in this show. Yeah, this every
0: fucking it. angel's attack is a cross. <laughs>
1: Whoa!
0: Does it mean anything? I don't know, but it
1: looks cool. It does look fucking cool.
0: Like every time they uh, shoot a fucking laser attack and it just makes a fucking laser cross, it's like, oh that's that looks cool. Yeah. And it's a cross. Uh we didn't even really a... talk about what the Avas really
1: are. Cause, cause no, cause uh they are the angels. Uh the Ava's yeah. are the angel.
0: They're they're uh, they're extracted from I believe Adam, Adam yeah. Yeah. The the based on the design of Hey, another thing that Darling fucking ripped off. Whoops! The the Franks are actually Klaxosaurs! Walk. <laughs> <laughs> after watching Ava, Shade is like, man, Darling man, sucks Darling a lot. Darling is way stupider than I thought. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus fuck.
0: Zero you. two is a shitty Oscar. I mean, zero two was my waifu for that year, so I will ask you to. uh, back the fuck up. <laughs> I will I will I will not back up.
1: <clears throat> but yeah, but the angels are fucking the evas a- are Adam. Like they're the clones of Adam. Uh A lot of cloning in this show. A lot of cloning in the show and that yeah, uh and there's a lot of uh, and, uh there's a lot yeah, a lot of cloning, but I like the that because it's like not the, like not everybody knows that. Like when you, when you find, out, was like, wait a minute, not even like they know what the Avas are, and you're like, wait a fucking minute, it go- the conspiracy goes deeper, yeah, and then, see, and then it, it, the conspiracy goes back to Salee, who are like monolith people, monolith uh, people,
0: verm,
1: uh, fucking, but fucking. That being said, Salee's, de- I love Salee's team. De- like yeah. when they show up, it's just like oh, it very it's very two thousand and one.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, I was thinking the same thing actually. Yeah, uh,
1: and no, and I and I just love when I, I just love the design because there's so, there's like a threatening presence about them, something very alien, even though they are human
0: technically. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're more so no. alien as than they are unknown for the most part. Yeah. The, they're unknowable,
1: and I think that's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what are their, mo- what's like, like what are their motors? We can never really know, but whatever their motors are, they're not good. Um, uh, like, it gets more, exp- again, more explanation in End of the A- End of Ava. Um, uh. It's now available uh, on Netflix. Now available on Netflix. Uh, that being said, uh, the, 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 uh that, uh, that, that, uh, that being said, This is a question I'm going to ask you. Do you think the show did have a satisfying ending as it stands without End of Ava?
0: I'm very mixed on that. Because the ending that we did get without putting End of Ava into the equation. It feels a little too good to be true. Like... Obviously, those last two episodes, while I did say they are my favorite, 26, it's just kind of abruptly cut, and then Shinji works through all of his trauma and all of his weaknesses, and he's like, oh, I can live for myself and be a better person, and I I, I can grow closer. And then, you know, congratulations, credits roll. It feels a little too abrupt to be truly satisfying, but at the same time... The message that it represents is satisfying to see, especially, you know, taking into account Shinji's arc building up to that point. Like, you wanted to see him break out of his shell and realize that he can be better. I just think it's a little too abrupt to be truly satisfying. That's why I'm mixed on it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That being said, when you said too good to be true, I was like... That seems to be like the that's the best way to go at it. Because yeah. without getting into detail, End of Ava is a very different move. Um, it's a very different ending. Um, one that I'm not that if you that <laughs> if you like the a message that episode 25 or 26 happened might be a little you might be mixed on End of Ava a little bit more. Uh uh no uh but we'll get into it, but We'll get into End of Ava eventually. And by eventually, I mean the next podcast. But, uh, uh, but yeah, I think, I think, honestly, I think we're pretty much done here. Yeah, I
0: think it's time for final scores.
1: Time for final scores. Uh, uh 10. Yeah, 10. 10. Yeah, like, what, Idiots. what did you, fucking, yeah? <laughs> Ava's fantastic. Go yeah. watch it. Yeah,
0: what do you fucking take us for? <laughs> like, come on.
1: Ava's excellent. Uh, fucking, it's so good. Uh, 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 fucking! I'm surprised. i was like fucking. I expected Shane to lo- like it,
0: but I didn't expect him to love it as much as he did. Actually, honestly, a lot of that is attributed to just how hard the second half goes. Because if it it's... if it had ke- if it had kept with the direction that the first half, specifically near the end of the first half, was going, I probably would have come here a lot more mixed on it. <laughs> but I'm glad it went the direction that it did, and that direction is one of the most trippy confusing but mesmerizing experiences i've had watching an anime so yeah i i i i I, I, I can't i can't deny the quality that's on display here so there you go now i'm gonna call matt out on his bullshit for thinking i was gonna come in here and absolutely shit on it (laughs)
1: I was scared. I was scared. Like, what do you fucking take me for? A man with his own opinions.
0: Yes. But here's the thing. We've established several times that we have the exact same taste. So. (laughs) (laughs) We do.
1: (laughs) We have, like, very similar tastes. So, like, it's, like
0: disturb it's disturbing it's disturbing actually. how like similar we are yeah that's why we um, run a podcast together hi everyone welcome to the gap
1: <laughs> welcome to the gap um and so yeah and now we move on to our next featured anime now now if you guys don't know how this works we rotate between a choice from me or shane and a randomizer last time we did this was back all the way in november um where we did a randomizer, and thus it is now our picks, and choice dictates that is my turn, um... And thus... I already kind of folded there, but we're doing End of Ava next time. Um... We're yeah, gonna turn, ruin we're ruin the st-
0: surprise, Matt.
1: Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we're doing End of Ava next time. We're gonna... We're staying on, um... Staying on Ava. Uh... Because... Uh, End of Ava deserves its own episode Mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons. Uh, uh, We're we're we're, we're ignoring Death and Rebirth, because fuck that. Uh, It's it's a recap, who cares? It's a recap, who cares? Uh, But we're doing End of Ava. Um, uh, I'm very excited. I'm very, very
0: excited for Shane to watch this. Uh, Uh, And after finishing Ava, I can say that I, too, am excited. Yeah, because uh, oh, uh, you're
1: not ready. Oh, you're not ready. I, oh, know, yeah. not ready.
0: I uh, heard, I heard you say somewhere in the Discord. Because after I was finished, I went back to, uh, when Adam was uh, writing down his thoughts in the spoilers when he was watching, and I heard, I I saw somewhere you say that end of Eva is very similar to the last two episodes. If those are my favorite, then I have a feeling <laughs> it's very si- okay.
1: It's similar in that. It deals with the same themes, but imagine you created Ava, right? Mm-hmm. You could, imagine you were Hidekiano and you create Ava, and you went through all this like mental stuff, like mental trauma, making the show because you you had depression and a bunch of other shit going on at the time. So the show and the fact that the show was constantly has budgetary problems and like investor problems and just Huge production issues, production issues like. It pretty much took a toll on you. And then you finally get the last two episodes out. And that's your catharsis in a way. Like you, That's you working through your own issues and your own depression. And everybody shits on them. Imagine you had to go back and back to Ava like a year later to give them a proper ending. What would you do? That's end of Ava. Okay. That should give you a better perspective on end of Ava. Yeah. So, and with that, <laughs> with, host, that with that uplifting <laughs> note, with that uplifting note, I'm your host Matt A.K. Legion Rex. You can find me on, uh, on Twitter at deepstand account De- gang, De- gang. Um where uh, I post a bunch of, a bunch of stuff uh, related to how we're all gonna die in World War. Um, yep. And uh, but but also no but also. Bunch of other stuff. You 5 find me on YouTube at Legion Rex. With me, I have my co host Shane, Iggy the Bearded One. You can find him on also on Twitter at BGN, the Bearded Gaming Network, where he's also Deep part of the gang. gang. Um, And uh, he posts about anime, games, all that fun stuff. You also find him on YouTube at Bearded Gaming Network, where he posts uh, unboxings, podcasts. Uh, gameplay videos and also streams. You can also find him on Twitch where mm. he will be doing streaming every Monday to Thursday, Monday and Thursday, uh, from 12 p.m. to 2
0: p.m. Oh, we're, we're, we're plugging the together.
1: streams now. I see, very, yeah, very uh, yeah. appreciative. Yeah, if I could, uh, I'll be watching so you may see me in the comments section telling Shane how much, uh, how much he sucks at video games. Yeah, um,
0: I wouldn't expect any different.
1: <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, and how better I, uh, how much better I am at games that I've never played. All right, um, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and with that, I am your host, Matt A.K. Levenreich, and you find and uh, yeah. And I think we uh, we'll see you. And I think we're ready to get wrap up here. So we'll see you next time for End of Ava
0: and hopefully you all have a good two weeks. Yeah, hopefully the world doesn't explode. Yeah, Definitely. hopefully we all don't die. Yeah. If we don't, we'll see you for End of Ava.
1: Yeah, we'll see you for End of Ava,
0: guys. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to The Gap. If you like what you've seen, you can subscribe to The Gap Podcast YouTube channel to get the latest podcasts as they go live. Be sure to like and comment and let us know what you guys think of the show. Thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Don't get that